My name is Kay Simone, and you may not know this, but I am a homeschooled seventh grader. One of the great things about being a self-directed learner is that I get to choose the topics I study. As a way for my mom to make sure that I'm actually learning, I've started this podcast where every week I share what I'm learning. This month, I'm learning all about basketball, the history of basketball, the science of basketball, and different rules about basketball. All this month. Here's what I learned this week. Okay. The first thing is that between 1891 and 1892, James Naismith created basketball out of American rugby, which included passing, English rugby, which included jump ball, lacrosse, which included use of a goal, and soccer, the shape and size of a ball. And also, this game called Duck on a Rock. You see, I've never heard of duck on a rock before, so I was like, is it like a duck sitting on a rock? (laughs) Yes. Duck on a rock is a ball and a goal that cannot be rushed. The goal cannot be slammed through, like a ping pong ball balanced on top of a marker. Have you ever tried to balance a ball on top of a marker? I can't be the only person who has tried that. I mean, I can't be. Naismith used a peach basket. You heard it right. A peach basket. He hung it 10 feet high and created basketball. Originally, the game was not called basketball. It was just a game. But then, one of Naismith's players, first players, thought that he should name it after himself, Naismith Ball. But then another one of the players told him that he should name it after what it is, a basket and a ball. So he named it basketball. At first... Basketball wasn't a rim and a net with a backboard. First, it was just a basket and a ball. Then, Naismith decided to add a backboard. Then, he decided to cut the bottom of the basket so he wouldn't have to keep taking it down and grabbing the ball and putting it back up. It would have been easier if the ball just fell through. When Naismith created basketball, he was a gym coach, but he did not have a master's degree in P.E., so he stopped his career after a while to get a master's degree in P.E. Then he started back up again. For some of you who don't know, P.E. means physical education. The first basketball team in the NBA was the Boston Celtics, but there's a lot more to the story of how the NBA was created and how basketball came to what it is now. The old basketball courts were really, really small, smaller than the big courts that we have in gyms and outside now. The old basketball teams, yes, boys in the basketball team, had really short shorts, like those tight jean shorts that you get from Target. Short, short shorts. (laughs) I know a lot of you guys love football and the NFL, especially dads for some reason. But it almost got discontinued because of how much people were getting hurt. The helmets were like made of cloth with pads on the inside. That's not very safe. That's how you get a lot of concussions. But basketball came to save the day because if you 
even pulled someone down in basketball, it would count as a foul and you would be disqualified. Now, fun fact, four years ago, James Harden was a Division I basketball player. Some kids who like basketball don't know that. I didn't know that at first either, but now I do. Kind of weird, right? In the 20s, the Harlem Gold Charters was formed. Now, let's talk about the Harlem Gold Charters for a second and how those teams and areas were invented. The first black basketball player was Harry Liu, and he was really good at basketball. African-American basketball started in 1904 to 1950. Now, back when basketball was first invented, black and white people couldn't play together. Boo! But then, after that, women started wanting to play basketball, and that's when women's basketball started. Now, this is about to go down. Now, at first, there were rules that women had to follow, like you could only dribble with the ball three times before having to pass or shoot. You'd have to stay in a box. You can only shoot with one hand. You can't block, and you only had five seconds to shoot the ball or dribble it or pass it. And those are some pretty crazy rules. I would not want to play back then. But then, Clara Gregory Bear created the first women's basketball rule book. But since the rules were changed that much back then, they called basketball for women, basket. It was weird. Girls also had to play basketball in basket in dresses. Now, me personally, I hate dresses. I would never play basketball or survive in those times. After a while of boys playing basketball, men playing basketball, going to the YMCA's, Jason Naismith started teaching it to other kids. Then, the NBL was created, the National Basketball League. They created their own basketball teams and started playing basketball. But then, the BAA was created. Now, after a while of competing, the NBL and the BAA decided to stop competing against each other and squish their teams together. <laughs> and that's how... Drumroll, please. The NBA was created. Now we all know about the NBA. But here's some things that you might have not have known. The LA Lakers started off as the Minneapolis Lakers. The 76ers, my favorite team, used to be the Syracuse Nationals. The Atlanta Hawks used to be the Tri-City Blackhawks. Oh, and Bill Russell was one of NBA's first superstars. Now that you guys know what I learned this week about the history of basketball, let me tell you what I learned about the physics. And basketball has a lot of physics. At first, I didn't think so because, well, you just shoot the ball, and if you make it in the hoop, you make it in the hoop. It's all about the technique, but it's actually about the physics. If there was no gravity, you would not be able to shoot the ball because you'd throw the ball in the air and it wouldn't come down. <laughs> it would just float. <laughs> I would like to try playing basketball in space. That would be the hardest game. You have to dunk every ball. Layups included six things that have physics in them. Dribbling, changing, jumping, the shot, the touch, and using the backboard and the rim. Now, if you were to dribble the ball, 
you would have to calculate the exact pressure that you need to put on the ball onto the ground and for it to come back up where you need to bounce down and it comes up exactly in the space that you bounced it. I would like to put in this Newton's third law. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. If you were to bounce the ball on the ground, it would come at uh, the exact place that you bounced it at first. Changing. Changing, like crossover or in and out. You'd have to make a V-shape or a U-shape. It depends on how you bounce the ball. If you make a U-shape, that means it would like, you know, bouncing the ball at a U-shape to me would sound like shoop, shoop. <laughs> and you'd have to bounce it from one hand to another one but it would kind of dip a little bit before it gets to the other hand. Now, if you make a V shape, you bounce it straight on the ground and it'll bounce into the other hand like a V. Now, next, the shot. The shot is different because you have to put your hand on the ball and make it spin a certain way and push it to add pressure for it to make it inside of the hoop and that's and that's why I'm better at layups than I am at regular shooting. Because if I use the backboard, I touch the backboard with, with the ball, and then the ball bounces off the backboard into the hoop. That also includes physics. Because there are two things, no, three things, okay, four things that it touches. It touches your hand, it touches the backboard, it touches the rim, then it touches the neck. The ball goes through th four points. Here's another thing. All things that are included in these physics, velocity, force, mass, gravity, and other elements too. But here's something about the temperature of the ball. Let's say you're in the room and it's really hot. The ball gets soft and it's much easier to bounce, but it can also get much harder to bounce because the air exits the ball faster. But when the ball is cold, it's so much harder to bounce because, well, have you ever went outside in the cold and put your hand in the snow and took it out and your hand was so cold it felt like you couldn't close or open it? Well, that's kind of what the ball is. It's so stiff, so it's harder to bounce. If you bounced it on the ground, it wouldn't bounce as high as it would if it was hot. It would bounce down but it would kind of go up back to your hand halfway because it's so cold and stiff. But if it was hot, it would bounce on the ground and it would come back up and you can hold it. And if the ball does get too hot and it's filled with air and you bounce it too much, the ball can combust. But also, the air pressure can determine how high it bounces and how low it bounces because if it's flat, then it's not gonna bounce. And also, fun fact, I just realized that there are over a hundred ways to shoot a basketball. So, yeah. Let's go over what I talked about. The history of basketball and when it was invented. Women's basketball, the Harlem Goldshotters, served a fun fact about James Harden. I told you about the velocity of the ball and when it hits the ground or the backboard or the rim. And I told you how the Harlem Gorge Trotters, originally people didn't want them to play against their teams because they were black. And if I didn't tell you that, then I did now. And that is all the things I learned this week. Thanks for listening. Share what you learn each day. Play
It doesn't matter, share your heart Cause you were really smart from the start Everything I learned is regret care